0: Thanks for joining us today on Jesus Go Roar, Pam Ramey here, and stay tuned because we are going to talk about how to stop our runaway brain. Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey, and Jesus Girls, let's find our Roar. Hey, 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 Jesus, girls and guys, thanks for being with us today. Pam here and we're gonna ha- we have such an interesting topic. I love talking about how to take our thoughts captive. And that's what we're going to do today. Our, we're kind of camping in that area of our runaway brain and how sometimes we can just get fixated on the littlest thing and then start obsessing over it. I think it's something we can probably all relate to. Like if you're having a bad hair day and pretty soon it's all you can think about and you're messing with your hair and before you know it, you think everybody's noticing how out of control your hair is or anything like that, but just getting fixated on something that really can rob us of our joy and kind of make us feel a little bit out of sorts. So what do we do about that? That's where we're headed on today's show. And here's what we need to start off with is to realize that our destiny will 100% follow our thought life. So what we spend our time thinking about all the time that's really where our destiny is going to take us because I love that scripture in Proverbs 23, 7 that says, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a woman thinks in her heart, so is she. So our destiny is really, it begins right between our ears. That's where, that's where, really where the big battle is. And it is easy to obsess over our thoughts. So if we don't get intentionally If we don't get intentional about how we think and change the way that we think, it's really impossible to change ourselves at all. So let me just ask you, what are you spending most of your time thinking about? Because whether or not we want to admit it, those thoughts, the thoughts that we are spending the lion's share of our time meditating on, they're already defining us. They're also defining our future. But here's the cool thing. We have the ability to either dismiss or nurture any thought in our head. And it's a split second choice to either own that thought or discard that thought. Because let me tell you, every thought that flies into your head is not coming from necessarily from you or coming from God, because God says there's an enemy out there and he doesn't just come to give us a bad hair day. He comes to kill still and destroy every single good thing that God has for us. And it begins with our own thoughts. So whatever we're thinking about, we are elevating that thought to a higher place of honor. Whatever gets our attention, that is the thought that we are elevating to a higher place of honor, and it will become more real to us. It will have more power over us, how we speak and how we act and how we react. And when you think about it, why wouldn't it? Because anything that we nurture grows. So we want to be able to be aware, first of all, what is flashing across the screen of our mind. And if it's something that is negative about ourselves, about others, something that's unhealthy, we want to make sure to take that thought captive. I love this quote by Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. It's, that's pretty simple. And that's very true. And one of the most important things that God wants us to think about is how much he loves us. We can come up with a million reasons why he's disappointed with us, mad at us, far away from us, but those thoughts are not coming from God. Trust me, he is crazy in love with you and he always thinks the best of you. He's always working in your favor. He's not sitting up in heaven waiting for your next blunder so he can chuck off a box. What he is waiting for is for you and for me to know how precious and loved we really are by him because we are his sons and daughters. And you know, until I understood my true identity in Christ, I felt like I had to earn God's love. And maybe some of you can relate to feeling this way, but here's what God wants you to know. You are absolutely not the ugly names you have called yourself or have been called by others. You are a daughter or a son of the King of Kings. There is not a thing you can do to make God love you more. Or less than he does right this very second because he is crazy in love with you and he always has been. And he wants you to have that revelation. He wants you to have that truth in your mind all the time and to receive that truth about yourself. His love for you is without condition. And as I said earlier, he's always working in your favor. In fact, the Bible says that he is working every single thing out together for your good right now. How about that? It is so awesome. So today I want to give you three practical steps on how you can stop your runaway brain from telling you a bunch of lies about yourself and about God's love for you. And it's all based on the scripture in second Corinthians 10, five, that says we capture like prisoners of war, every thought, and we in- insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one, to Jesus. So let's talk about step one, step one. And by the way, I have been doing this for years, not with 100% accuracy. So there's always room to give ourselves grace, but it works. These three steps They work, but you have to be intentional about it. I have to be intentional about it. Every time, number one, you begin fixating on a past failure. We can do that sometimes where we beat ourselves up and we get stuck in the past, a painful memory or some lie about yourself, the first thing that you must do is intentionally and immediately stop that thought. You know, sometimes I even visualize this big old stop sign in my head as a reminder to stop that negative thought and not allow it to go down some unhealthy rabbit trail that leads to something Stupid, flying out of my mouth because once the words start flying out of my mouth, now I'm declaring something negative over myself or my situation. And so we want to stop it. We want to stop that thought immediately when it flashes across the screen, right? Step number two, once you stop that runaway brain and you bring it into subjection, you have to replace that destructive thought with the truth of how God sees you. So let's say you're trying to earn God's love or you're beating yourself up in some way. You take that thought captive. You hold up that stop sign. No, I am not going to go down this unhealthy rabbit trail with my thinking. And then think about something that is good, Think about the way God really, truly views you, that you're precious to him, that his thoughts of you outnumber the sands of the sea. My goodness, how amazing is that? Who can even count the grains of sand on the sea, that you are his daughter, you are his son, that he is crazy about you. You're going to replace the negative with the truth, with the positive truth. Number three, speak that truth. Get that truth in your mind and then open your mouth, wiggle your lips and speak that truth over yourself. Why is that important? Because we live in a voice activated universe and what you speak over yourself, they're like little seeds. They're like, and seeds that are containers of power. Every word that comes out of your mouth is a container of power and that seed is going forth to eventually produce a harvest in your life. So it's important, the words that we speak. It really is. I'll tell you what, don't go around calling yourself crazy. Don't go around saying, you know what, this only happens because, you know, when you get older, this stuff always happens. Don't say that stuff over yourself. You're going you're to speak life over yourself. And so you are intentionally going to speak the truth out loud over yourself. No more owning and believing that defeating mind chatter, but only what God has to say about you and his word. And I'm going to give you an example. I used to live with a lot of fear for a lot of things. In fact, I went through a season of my life where I literally lived waiting for the next shoe to drop. And The reason I did that was because I didn't have a hold of the truth that God's word had given me about having a spirit of fear, because God said in his word in 2 Timothy 1, 7, that God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind, a sound mind. I already have those things, but I have to own those things. I have to own that. God has given that to me and I have to own those promises for my own life. So here's what I now do. Do I still get hit with fear sometimes? You better believe I do. But I handle it differently. When a fearful thought comes into my mind, maybe something that may never happen. You know, just thinking, letting your mind again, just go down a, a a negative path or a fearful path or, or, or anything like that. But w- I catch myself and when I get hit with a spirit of fear, I say out loud, I go, Mm-mm, no way. No, you don't devil. God has not given me a spirit of fear. Therefore, this is not coming from my God because my God has given me power, love, and a sound mind. I have a sound mind. I refuse to entertain the spirit of fear right now. And I'm telling you something, that fear leaves me. That fear leaves me. The second I speak to it and I take it captive, I reach out. I put that stop sign up in my mind. and go, mm-mm. no, you don't. No, you don't. Spirit of fear. You are not going to spill steal my joy today. You are not going to come after me and try to paralyze me with this poisonous thinking. And you've got to do that too. You've got to do that too. So let's just review those three points. Number one, we got to be mindful. We got to be aware when we're being lied to because you got an enemy and he wants to lie to you about yourself, about the way God sees you, about your future, you've got to be mindful and go, "Mm, wait a second. No, I am not receiving that lie about myself. I am not receiving it. So put up that stop sign. That stop sign goes up in your mind and you're taking that thought captive. Just like we read in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, like a prisoner of war. Every thought, you're taking it captive and you're bringing it into perfect Alignment and obedience to the word of God. It's the first thing you got to do. First thing I got to do. Number two, replace that negative thinking with some truth of how God, God loves me. Even that God is in love with me. God is crazy about me. Replace negative with the truth, the positive truth of how God sees you. Or the positive truth of of really what the word of God has to say about you. And then number three, speak that truth over your life. Speak that truth over your family, over your finances, over your, over your children, your grandchildren, your friends, speak the truth, speak the good news of the word of God over you and how God sees you. And you are going to walk in a lot of victory. I'm telling you, you are going to walk in so much victory because God has not given you a spirit of fear. God has given you power, love, and God has given you a sound mind. So we have the ability to stop our runaway brain. I also want to just leave you with this scripture because it is so powerful. I want to remind you that you are God's masterpiece because Ephesians 2.10 says that you are that you are God's masterpiece and that he has made you completely new in Christ Jesus so that you can do every good thing that he planned for you long ago to do. There's such destiny and purpose written over your life and you got to walk into it intentionally So my prayer for you is that you are taking your thoughts captive and that this is helpful to you. Remember those three steps. We are so excited to be able to bring this good news of God's supernatural power to you, to the nations, and are currently being listened to in numerous countries around the world. And would just so love your prayer support as we Just press more into this ministry. Also, we've set up a Patreon page if you would like to support the work we're doing. And of course, we just thank you so much for standing with us both in prayer and and any kind of monetary support. Please like our show, subscribe to our channel if you found this helpful. We love you. Jesus is crazy about you. And we can't wait to see you next time on Jesus Girl Roar.